Welcome to the Women Who Code podcast. And after the session, I said, you know, should you file your own income taxes? And the prompt response was, yes, you know, we should. It's very important. And then after that, I say, will you file your own income taxes? And they said, oh, probably not. In the Women Who Code Career Nav segment of our show, you'll hear real world advice from people who are currently working in the technology industry and personally know the steps needed to succeed. Neha Mishra is the CEO and co-founder of the Finlight Project. Why should women who code know about finance? So um, when I was approached for today's session, um, they said that, you know, what should we call today's session? And I said that, you know, um, how about we've done a lot of sessions which have been focused on financial literacy. Um, why does it matter for women in technology? And how can you women in technology make that difference? Finance and health become two very important, like wealth and health become two very, very important uh, aspects of life. And as a woman in technology who's worked in technology, um, we are building a fintech ourselves. Uh, we are a financial ed tech. Uh, it is fundamentally very important and no matter what you do, it doesn't matter which organization you're with, what your circumstances are, what's important is that you take ownership. So, you know, one of the biggest problem that women face, you know, who are in technology, when you step into a bank and ask someone who's just, you know, open an account, say, these are the policies that we have, these are the products that we have, immediate response can someone tell me what's the immediate response women usually give to finance and you know in general financial literacy any guesses what is it that women usually say when you ask them about you know uh, financial planning or the need to plan something or how can mutual fund product for that matter any guesses no not really Absolutely bang on, Rashmi. My husband takes care of it. Lakshmi, you're so absolutely correct. My dad takes care of it. Money, Chandana, absolutely. But why? We've studied as hard as them. We work as hard as them. In fact, women who are at home work twice as harder as the men in the family. Unfortunately so. We'll try and change it for the next generation, but that's the truth. So why, why does it happen that why will someone else take care of my money? And why should someone else take care of my money and my financial decisions? So in the next 20, 25 minutes, it is my endeavor that at the end of it, you say that I'm going to take care of my expenses, my finances, and I'm going to tell 10 other women around me that it is possible to take care of your finances. So thank you, Women Who Code, for having me here today. It's slightly unusual, you know, to have an opportunity to speak when it's all, um, uh, you know, about technology and AI and ML and NLP and those kind of things. But that is where it is very important that we put our foot down and say, you know, that's, this is equally important and very much of use for everyone who works in technology. So, like I mentioned, uh, I started the Finlet project last year. Uh, yeah, it's a buzz. Fintech is absolutely zero da. Fintech is anything which is financial technology. You're right, Sushma. So, Paytm, for instance, is a fintech. Your Buildex, the, that or Citrus Pay that you use to make payments for your electricity bill, everything is financial technology. So I come with the technology background. I have a bachelor's in technology and I went on to do my master's thereafter. 
and somehow stumbled or rather fell into finance because when I wanted work from home, organizations were not very much in favor of work from home. So I didn't really have much of an option with a little uh, one and a husband who wasn't well than to start taking care of the number one aspect which is important in finance. Yes, budgeting and insurance. And when insurance hit us, investment, absolutely right. That's when I said, you know, rather than outsourcing it to someone who's going to charge me a commission, he is going to, I'm not sure what products they're going to recommend me. Are those products going to be suited for me? Why not take that ownership on myself? So in today's session, you will figure out like Deepika, bang on, investment, Laksha, budgeting, that is beautiful, Jinita, budgeting, which is something so simple and something which most of us at some point in time have failed to do or to make ourselves feel better. We just say, oh, we're going to do it better next month. You know, when next month's salary comes in, we're going to take better, better financial decisions. So we'll discuss that in the session and uh, we'll talk about your financial goals. How does finance matter to you and how can you make those better financial decisions? So, you know, a lot of times women in technology say, I don't understand finance. Has anyone felt that finance too too complicated, man? I just ignore what the hell is happening in the finance space. We, we've all done that. I believe me, I've been there have been times where there's a finance news, I'll just skip it. Just so that you know I don't even want to get into it. I don't understand what it means. But if you were to break down finance, and most of you are probably BTEC, MCS, MCA all working on computers, don't you know basic numbers? What is it that about basic numbers that is scary? Eventually, there's, there's absolutely... See, so money, the problem is that the people who designed finance made it look complicated. Now imagine if you catch hold of a BCom graduate and talk to them about NLP, are they going to understand? Are they going to understand what, what is NLP? What is natural language processing? What is Python? What is Pandas? What are these libraries that they're talking about? So the point is that it all seems like a dark hole unless you fall into one. Unless you decide, yes, yes, now computers do the math. So you can let your Excel sheets do the talking. They can do the numbers. But the onus is on you to say that I'm going to take the first step and I'm going to embrace financial literacy. So one of the aspects of financial literacy is essentially just numbers. The second is anyone who knows what is what is this magic bull called inflation? What is inflation? Lakshmi, but I am so amazed that you file your returns every year. Most people in technology say I give it, I give 500 rupees to a CA who does it for me. So I don't really know what my form 16 is. I don't know what is form 26 AS. You wouldn't believe I did a session for um, a leading company, corporate in India. I don't want to name it. All women, 90% of them, it was on tax planning and budgeting and, you know, what is old tax regime versus what is new tax regime. By the way, there are two tax regimes for those of you who are new. And after the session, I said, you know, should you file your own income taxes? And the prompt response was, yes, you know, we should. It's very important. And then... After that, I say, will you file your own income taxes? And they said, oh, probably not. So I, I'm just amazed, Lakshmi. Please keep going at it. 
the minute you start understanding you know different aspects how can you save money just look for aspects where how can i save money how can i get a refund that's when it will become fascinating that's when you will try to figure out what is elss what are those saving schemes wherein i can get better returns on my investments how can i let how can i get some of my money back from the income tax department and the minute you start changing that mindset it is all about perceiving that mindset differently so priyambada bang on it's the increase of goods and services every year now the number one reason to understand the uh, you know what is finance is most of us leave our money in fixed deposits this inflation is somewhere around 6% right now and what does a fixed deposit give you anyone any ideas any sweep mods that happen in your online bank accounts what is what is the average interest that you get on your um fixed deposit these days or risk free 5% 6% currently most banks are giving 5% again they cannot be this on top 2.7 in savings so when inflation is 6% and you're getting this interest you're actually getting negative return you're not getting any return we think in any nee, on like 20 lakh fd i'll get 1 lakh rupees you know interest but at the end of it if you compare it with inflation and you buy, go to the market to buy something you'll realize that your money has actually lost value so another important aspect yes you're bang on right rishma it's less than 3% in nationalized banks these days 5% to those banks who are like nahi nahi hum thoda extra de dete hain otherwise in some places it had become 4.9% and that is the reason why you have to understand finance because one of the biggest challenges we face in current times is this opportunity to shift everything to emi is this opportunity to have credit cards at our disposal is this opportunity to have products like you know cred which give us this incentive to sort of have as many credit cards as possible without realizing how badly it can hit our credit score how badly it can affect you know our mortgages how badly it can affect us in the long run if we do not understand what is finance and of course you know so sooner or later we've all felt it is that i i don't really understand what this income tax website is talking about or some financial manager came to my house and he he mentioned a few products but it all went zoop all over my head so when you don't understand sometimes you end up investing in the wrong products and if you invest in the wrong products in the long run it's going to cause you a lot of stress so it's very very important that you know you realize it so let's quickly there's 28 of you here quickly tell me have you ever opened a bank account without understanding its its features yes it's such a nightmare it's absolutely has anyone stressed about your family's budget you know have you ever worried about buying something on credit without understanding what would be the interest that i would end up paying have you ever wondered at times when you're sitting in a restaurant i wish we could just split this bill you know it will it will not be as hard on me for this month at least come on tell me own up ladies another aspect is have you ever ignored your investment statement because you couldn't understand it you a lot of times you know most people do that because you you buy some mutual funds they send you some reports but oh so boring you know it just doesn't make any sense 
have you questioned your retirement savings you know have you freaked out about debt one of this is a little bit uh, you know controversial have you gone shopping while drunk just you know to make yourself feel better so it's not just rush me if you see the chat box we've all done it you're not alone i've done it you've done it your sisters done it your cousins have done it everyone has done it and like when chindi indian we brought our own snacks to the movies when we used to go for movies we fudged the numbers of our budget to say no 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 i didn't i didn't pay for netflix this month no that was last month i paused it so the reason it looks tough to understand is there's this innate perception that finance is only for a few people and the reason it is like that is you wouldn't believe you know the people in finance often say that they designed it in such a way that not everyone understands it and the reason for that is when not everyone understands it then they can sell you any products that they want and that is not how you should you know you should go on with your investment journey one of the most common products that is sold to anyone is what is known as a ulip anyone who knows what is a ulip what is what does ulip stand for no not your lips but you you and ip ulip so ulip essentially is a unit linked bang on ashwini it's a unit linked insurance plan it's something which sort of you know combines so to say the advantages of your investment and insurance whereas in reality it gives you benefits of neither so that is one product that you should usually not engage with especially if you are in your 30s or 20s you should go for pure products but who will tell us all these things unless we start understanding them on our own so a lot of you talked about budgeting you know let's just get into you know it could be any goal it could be travel whenever this pandemic runs away it could be vacationing staycationing there's whatever you want to do for some of you it might be that tattoo that you've been wanting to have which is a little big you know bigger in space and you need to shelve out money for that it could be a fancy handbag it could be wine for those of you in delhi at perch it could be taking up a new course it could be upskilling yourself it could be any goal but one of the most important reasons why you should budget is because you need to define goals and once you define goals there's this image in your head that you know it's like getting clean data out of dirty data but this is the data that i need to get out of it now i have to sort of tweak my algorithm around it and once you start pruning your brain to think like that it will go on autopilot month after month it will just go on autopilot so some of those reasons wherein you know budgeting comes in very very important in anyone's life trajectory it could be you know it starts from school to college to working it could be tax planning it could be repaying your student loans it could be health insurance which is very very important these days it could be retirement planning it could be buying a house for your parents a car for your parents or for yourself it could be your own wedding expenses you know it could be anything but at the end of it without a budget just you know going and working and trying to earn money is like becoming you know you're closing your eyes and just running in the dark so it's very very important that you take that ownership on yourself and start you know just define your goals make those clear cut goals one very important tip that someone gave me was just like you pay your bills at the beginning of the month start planning your budget at the beginning of the month 
start putting money aside for savings at the beginning of the month don't say that i'm going to wait till the end of the month jo bachega i will put into my savings account or my ppf you know my provident fund or whatever do it at the beginning of the month and you will actually notice the transcendental shift it brings in another important aspect is you know you have to avoid debt traps you know you have to avoid schemes which sound like too good to be true you know always carrying a balance on your credit card because you if you haven't watched there's an amazing documentary on netflix which talks about how credit cards make money do watch it because it will really really open your eyes to i didn't even realize that this was happening with me don't refinance on the same underlying asset many times you know any questions yes perfect you know lakshmi that's the brilliant formula that you gave all of us you made my job so much easier you know so what most of us do is salary minus expense is your is your savings whereas in reality it should be absolutely what lakshmi is saying lakshmi i'd love to have you on stage and share your thoughts quickly you know don't overspend you know just segregate what is it that you need do i need it or do i just want it because it looks nice and it's going to sit in one dirty corner of the house you know getting covered with dust Yes, it's absolutely good to have minimum six months right now as an emergency fund, and more importantly, have an insurance so that in case there is something goes wrong, you are covered. You know, you're not spending all that you saved all of a sudden on medical treatment or all of a sudden on a car theft or something like that. You know, yeah. In the post-pandemic world. the most important aspect is number one that we learned is to have an insurance allocate your money across dynamic assets do asset allocation put your money in most importantly something like an index fund and forget for the next 5 to 10 years you're all young a lot of your allocation should be towards equity for those of you who are you know as you go towards midlife it has to be balanced between equity and debt for me the number one problem was that you know it took me 3 years to understand things because who you know when you reach out it's either too complex or it just doesn't sound right so when you sort of start understanding when you take ownership when you understand what is financial capability how can financial inclusion affect you irrespective of one pandemic or two pandemics or three pandemics yeah term insurance is absolutely vital ashwini there are two insurance products which are very important one is term insurance and the other one is health insurance so of course a car one if you have a car but the other two are very very important because that is what will take care in case something goes wrong and please go for a pure product don't go for a hybrid product because hybrid products most often they don't give us either benefits Yeah so investments if you have daughters please look at sukanya samriddhi as a way to save money you know don't just avoid that thinking are this such a random thing so you know look at your banking look at your savings and investments how to use your credit card is it better if i pay through you know upi versus uh, some other uh, mechanism that i'm using how should i keep revisiting my household budget as, as my needs change you know how do i manage my debt how do i track my expenses all these things become very very vital and when you do that that is when you'll feel socially secure and you know you can achieve what you set out to achieve um because this is very very important you know unfortunately only 20% to women are financially literate we have to change this and if we take yeah yeah 
should I go for a premium return term insurance? The premium is much higher. I think a purer one is, is rather better to have because it's just like a cover that in case something goes wrong, then your family is taken care of. So, you know, a, a normal one is, is rather better. Is it good to take life insurance for my mother? Uh, she's in her mid-40s. It is actually, and if she's working more so, you know, just find out what are the, in, the insurance policies that might be good for her to have. And it is absolutely important that you take. Um, a general rule of thumb is, um, there's a lot of them, Ashwini. You can actually reach out to anyone which is. So let's try and change this figure because uh, as you're all in technology, you know what are the next big things that are coming up in fintech. It could be blockchain. Anyone who's from the blockchain space, anyone who's from AI, you know, these are these are different aspects wherein robo-advisors are coming in in finance. You have quantum computing, which is sort of upscaling the process altogether. It could be P2P digital transfer, you know. It could be any aspect. It could be neo banking for those of you who understand or want to venture into the fintech space. It could be AR, VR. So, yeah. Um, yeah. So, usually, uh, Lakshmi, right now they're saying, around, you know, a ballpark figure is about one crore is a good enough amount. Uh, money P2P stands for peer to peer. So if you've heard recently, CRED has launched a P2P lending system, wherein if you have money, you can lend it through me, but you lend it through a FinTech app. So that's coming up in a big way, you know, so it's very, very important that if you want to get into that FinTech domain, a lot of time our FinTech partners were recruiting for talent. They say, we want to hire someone who can teach, talk about derivatives and can code derivatives. But the problem is if people in technology don't understand what the hell is a derivative, how will you recruit them? So just embrace finance as a way of life. And once you start doing it, everything is going to start making sense. Thank you for listening to the Women Who Code podcast. To find out more about our mission and the work we do across the tech industry, visit our website, womenwhocode.com. You can also follow us on Twitter and Instagram at Women Who Code. Be sure to check out our YouTube channel with hundreds of hours of free educational videos. Just go to youtube.com backslash Women Who Code. Thanks again for listening. And remember to subscribe, rate, and comment.